Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And we are back today with our sister wives, Rewind. We are still on season three. We're going to be doing episode 10 and 11. 10 is Sister Wives on the Strip. Ooh. And what is 11 called? 11 is Cody Gets in the Ring. I have to look and see. Cody has a a guy's night out. Yes, it's very much. I mean, I think they were really scraping the bottom of the barrel for entertainment. You know, nothing much was going on. So they're like, let's have the the wives go out out, and let's have Cody finally get out of the house. Yeah, he seemed very... um, Kind of perturbed. Yes. On the girls' night out, um, they were staying out too late, and he's like, where is everybody? And he really couldn't handle taking care of any of the kids. And, of course, he didn't. Logan and Aspen took care of all of them, as per usual. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a little much. I mean, one night in how many years of kids and less than how old's Logan at this point? 16, 17 one night you're taking care of all the kids, yeah. Cody, and he acted you, like it was the biggest medal? burden of his life. I know. And then at the end of the night, he's like, well, I'm going to Robin's house. And he was just there waiting for Robin to get back and oh, getting yeah. anxious because mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted to, you know, yeah, get a little. Yeah, he Anyway, did. The, the episode starts out with um, them telling us that they're going to open a fitness center. Yes, yes. And um, Mary's been working out four or five times a week and Bill tells her that she's stressed out and I guess that's why she's not losing weight. Yeah, I mean, w- we talked a lot, on, I think it was this episode, about Mary and Mary's stress and I... I wrote a little note. I think this was later in the episode, but it, I was asking myself, why? Why are you stressed, yeah. Mary? What are you so stressed about? I mean, you have one child. This child is 16 at this point. You 
aren't working. Well, and she said, she, but she said she was stressed out about finances. And it's like, well, then go get a job. Yes, that's what I kept thinking. I, she she kept talking about, I'm so worried. We're worried about this investigation. Okay, you're you're not in Utah anymore. So check that off your list. Mm-hmm. Um, you're worried about money. So go get a job. Mm-hmm. If you're so worried, you can't go get a part-time job somewhere. And you have one child. So what what are you what what are you stressed out about? What are you worried about? Don't know. Still don't are you, know. You're worried about the finite resources? Okay, so well then you should have gotten should have gotten a smaller house. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mary. Yeah. You're so worried about money. <laughs> and Janelle says she's making progress. She's mm-hmm. happy with her progress. Christine talks about how she's been having anxiety attacks. She said a new wife coming into the family really <laughs> pushed her over the edge. <laughs> no kidding. And uh, she went on a antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication. Yes. But now she's cut her dose in half because she thinks the workouts have been helping and uh, well, well hold on a second did you hear this one thing that bill said which i thought was kind of cruel he was like you know janelle when you first came in here you could only do a minute on the stairmaster and now you can do like a whole circuit it was almost kind of like janelle you were a mess when you first got here <laughs> i mean god you could barely do yeah. anything i think he was trying to be positive but yeah but i will say they did talk about doing this 30-day check-in and we were we were definitely um, we were wrong about this one because we kept saying, God, why are they doing these weigh-ins? What do we need this for? And I guess we were wrong that they were going to continue to update us on their oh. weight loss journey. So there is a journey. There it was is, a reason why they needed is, to weigh in to begin with. It but is a journey. Anywho, I don't think we needed to know what their starting weights were. So No. And then Bill... Um, Bill told Christine that she was doing a good job and she said that's when she turned a corner and it was like, God, this woman's so desperate for attention. Oh, yeah. All it took was for Bill to say, you're doing a good job. Yes. And, it, and it, you know, made her day. Yes. And then Cody says that he and Bill hit it off like bros. Oh, yes. Bill uh, has brought in an investor and Cody's. Cody says he knows business. Yes, Bill knows training and Cody knows business. I'm like, give me a really? break. You do? And then they've got this guy, Nick, who's a health club consultant. And I guess, I don't know. Obviously, they never opened a gym. I don't know what happened. I guess maybe we'll find out later why they well, didn't. Nick was saying this is good timing. This is good timing and a good industry to get to get into right now i mean what are we at like 2011 this is the yeah. economy's not great is this really a great time this is gyms and stuff and when the economy's bad this is not gyms are kind of the thing that people get rid of a gym membership is usually the thing that people yeah. get first rid of first cut. i i don't know i don't remember what the economy was like in 2011 or 2012 but um i guess it was not that long after the whole you know housing bubble burst and Las yeah, it Vegas, wasn't good. Las Vegas was the epicenter of that. Yes. So, so anyway, anyway, but and, the, but they needed to find a good location, location, location. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, the gals are going out for a girls' night in Sin City, says yes. Robin. And then, of course, Robin has to go into mm. uh, something about. Well, they're going to. Kaya Beauty to get oh, manis yeah. and petties. They're getting hair and makeup and doing a photo shoot. And I, I don't know what the purpose of this was, but, you know, Christine is saying modest is hottest. And it's like, <laughs> mm, no, it's not. 
Well, yeah, they're just saying their biggest issue right now with with their teenagers is clothing and, you know, acting out. And they and bring up McKelty. They bring again. up McKelty, the one person that, you know, God forbid, because she wears a tank top and a sweater over it. She's, you know, <laughs> acting out. And they're talking about how you have to wait till you're 18 to get your ears pierced or doing any piercings and tattoos. Now. Do you remember? Because this was a rule in our house, not earrings, because we could get our ears pierced when we were younger. But you remember what our mother told us? Oh, no tattoos. No tattoos, no piercings other than your ears. You could do earrings or we could do a second piercing or whatever on your ears. But if we got any body piercings or tattoos before 18, our mother told us that she would shun us. (laughs) Shun. Yeah. Well, and let me tell you, long after I was 18, I was like in my mid to late 20s, I got my belly button pierced and she was pissed. Oh, yeah. She was very upset. You didn't tell her. She 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 knew, saw it. She saw. Yeah, it. I didn't tell her she saw it because I had a shirt and I like, you know, lifted up my arm or something. And she saw my my uh, belly and she was just like, what is that? <laughs> and she left my house. She yes. was upset. She left. No. What did she she said to you? She said, let the shunning begin. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. But what was so crazy about it is who uses the word shun? Like, no. Sh- I mean, what what was this? This was the 80s. What does that 90s? mean? Like, yeah, shun? that's like who a word from someone? the from the 18th century. I, I listen. When I was 15, 16, 17, I had no desire to get anything pierced or get a tattoo at the time. Again, this was a different time. Of you know, this was back when tattoos were were of an age where some people did, some people didn't. But really, you know. I don't know. I didn't have this great desire, but it really was kind of like, really, you would shun me? Shun me if I went and did no, that? Really? Shit, well, whatever. And then, you know, neither one of us, well, you still don't have a tattoo. Yeah. I got a tattoo at like 51. My daughter and I got matching tattoos. And I, I know it was very hard for her so, to, yeah, I was gonna to see you. my daughter. My daughter has several tattoos now. And she, but she has no choice. She has to just. And she how has did she to, feel about your tattoo when she saw it? Well, when we showed her, she was surprised and very quiet. Mm. I think she knew that, like, there's nothing she can do or say about it. She's yeah. a 51-year-old woman. This is my daughter. She's She was over 18. And what can she do? And she's yeah. not going to shun us at this point. Okay? Yeah. So, well, she um, can't. She doesn't have a car. <laughs> Mom wouldn't be able that's to true. eat or go anywhere right. or do anything. She can she can never go to Target again. So that's she can't, right. She can't. So shun you. she can't shun us. So we're safe now. Yes, we, we can get all the tattoos we want. I know. I'm I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. I'm really I'm close to it now. In my goal, <laughs> I'm heading into my golden years. Yeah. Well, yeah. We want to. <laughs> my daughter and I want to get a tattoo. Uh, and another tattoo together yeah. this summer. So all right. I'll post it when I I'll post it on our Instagram. We should get psych legal pop tattoos. Oh God. Then that means we have to do this forever. No, (laughs) it could be a memory of something that we did. Who knows? Uh, No. Okay. Well, we'll see. Hard pass. All right. Fine. Brooke. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) nothing against the the podcast, but, um, okay. Yeah. So so the wives are going to go out while Cody is taking care of the kids. It's like, I love how they give all the credit to Cody. Yeah, and it's like, they, they act like he's a babysitter. It's like, these are your kids. Oh, and you know you what? Know? The, did you notice? This is the first thing. They're 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 all standing around and Cody's, they're, they're having this strategy session, right? And they're all talking. And what's the first thing that's said? 
Logan says, I'll take care I'll of take that. care of it. Yeah. Cody's paralyzed. He, he doesn't know what to do. He's trying to figure out how to do this. And Logan just says, I'll take care of it. Yeah. And then Cody's like, oh, thank God. Do you want to take my car? He's <laughs> yeah. just so grateful. Yeah. So then um, he's talking about how Dayton has a mild form of autism called Asperger's. Mm-hmm. And he needs a lot of help with his homework. Um, and so basically he leaves Dayton alone in his room and Dayton by himself without any help from Cody finishes his homework. And then Cody comes back in the room and sees he's finished. And then he says, I helped get homework done. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) He was able to get it done because you left the room and left him alone so he could concentrate. It also makes me wonder too, if, Maybe Robin's been hovering over him a little too yeah, much. Yeah, and it Maybe makes him he anxious. Need you hovering over him as much as yeah. you think he does. But this was the other thing, really. Back to to Cody offering um, up his car. Do you remember where the car was parked? Um, no. Robin's house. Oh, of course. Yes. Well, where were they? Whose house were they at when all this at was Christine's. happening? At Christine's. The oh, whole thing was at Christine's Christine house. Christine and Robin lived down the street from yeah. each just other. FYI. Yeah. Just FYI. No. I just want, want to let you know, this is where his park, yeah. where he was parked. Of course. All right. So this is all being cut back and forth with the wives are right downtown. And so, of course, the wives are in going to the strip, but they didn't go to the strip. They went to, they like, went to the downtown. hardcore downtown downtown. Yeah. Fremont Street. Yeah. Oof. And Cody, of course, is texting them. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like he can't even, you know, yes. can't even be alone for a but minute. This is what I love how Cody sort of sees himself as like, I'm the man of the house and I and, and all this. So I guess Logan and Maddie went to go pick up McKelty. And so McKelty comes home and she's wearing dun, 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 a tank top. And and Cody's like is that what you're wearing to school? And he gets all mad. He mm-hmm. goes up there and he's like, is that, did you wear that to school? And she goes, yeah, it's for a French project. Mom knows. <laughs> a French project. And then, you know what he does? Oh, okay. Well, some authority <laughs> figure you are. Ooh, what a dad. Like, you, she could have told you anything. Oh, it's tank top day. Oh, it's this, it's that, you know? And then he just leaves it alone. Whatever. Yeah. And so they show um, uh, Mary and Christine uh, do the zip line yes. over Fremont Street, and they seem to be having fun. Um, and then cut the cut back to Cody complaining that he doesn't he doesn't get a guy's night out. He's like a, he hasn't had a guy's night out, and it's been months. You know, like mm. poor baby. And then, but the thing is, he doesn't even have to. He doesn't even have to cook. He's not even cooking. He ordered pizza, fried chicken. Did you look at that? He ordered from 15 different fast food restaurants. Yeah. And the kids were setting it up and he did do it. He was just, he was snapping at people. Yeah. He snapped at Leon about something. And they're like, sorry, I didn't know. You know, yeah, I mean, he was telling me what you want me to do. He was so stressed out, but you know, he's so patient with Robin's kids, mm-hmm. you know, but the yeah. other kids, he's just like a snapping. Well, the best turtle. was Gwen. Gwen starts sw- sniffing this marker. Yeah. And Cody takes it and he gets in lecture mode. And he's like, you know, you can't sniff these markers. These are terrible. And you know, I should tell you about glue and this. And Aspen's like, it's a scented marker. <laughs> You're supposed, supposed to sniff to, yeah. it. It's the whole point. And he's like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> this episode really, like, his true colors just are 
but just how out, out of there. it he is, just like how little yeah. he understands, just how much, you know, Logan and, Bri- um, not Brianna, how much Logan and Aspen mm-hmm. know and understand right. what's going on. They've done on. a lot of child rearing. Yes, they, they know what's happening. Yeah, and in fact, at the end of the night, you know, after dinner, Cody's exhausted. Yes. And um, Daddy Logan takes his kids home. Yes. And then there, you, there's Aspen there. She's feeding truly yes. a bottle and taking care of all those kids. And Cody's like, okay, well, I'm going to go over to Robin's now and wait for her to get home. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. But yeah, the, a lot of the wives stuff was kind of boring of them on the strip. Like, you know, there's lots of strange people and there's a silver baseball player and there's this monster guy following Robin. That stuff wasn't interesting. The best busy. part was just watching. And then there's like the wives when they get more to the adult section. There's like strip clubs and girls dancing and all of that other kind of stuff at the end. Yeah, but, they said they they went too far down Fremont yes, Street, yes. starting to get wild. So, but the, the most interesting parts were the um, was the Cody stuff. But yeah, when when Cody left with Robin's kids to go back to Robin's, and he left Aspen there, I just remember thinking like this is this is rough. Like it's, this is yeah. not this is not a babysitting job where Aspen's getting paid no. five, ten, fifteen dollars an hour. Like this is poor Aspen's. She's on duty all the time. The only freedom she gets is when she goes to school. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, the wives, they tack on this at the end of the episode. The wives are going to their next weigh-in. Yes, it's time to weigh in. It's been a month. Yes, but... um, But they've all lost a few pounds. Well, they all... And and Janelle says she just... uh, Has lost a lot of inches Mm -hmm. and just feels better. Janelle looks good. I think they all look good. I mean... Christine and Janelle both lost three pounds. Mary lost two and a half pounds. And this was this whole thing where Mary gets into, I pick up on everything around me. I'm so stressed. Oh, oh, how are we going to make the rent payments? And this is where I was like, and she's like, I can't do anything about it. I'm like, yes, you can. God. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. That just irritates. I mean, really, Mary, you can't because of the show, because of, I mean, they must have convinced themselves that because I'm on the show, I can't possibly even go to Starbucks and well, get a job. Their explanation is that because people know they're polygamists there, they won't hire them. And that's just not true. You're in Las Vegas. Yeah. They'll hire anybody. You, you know, it's like if you if you can do the job and, you know, you don't have a criminal background or anything. I mean, you can get a job, Mary. Yeah, I just but the other part of it is there are lots of jobs where you know, where you don't have to maybe show your face mm-hmm. and, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be service on the phone or yeah, do something. I mean, it doesn't have to be telemarketing or anything, but there are jobs where people don't know, need to know that it's you, mm-hmm. that you can do it. You can work in an office, right? Where you know only, I mean? so, only certain number of people are going to see you. And yeah. yeah, they, they know, but but and I don't think no they, one... they would care that you're a polygamist or whatever no. it is. Yeah. That was the other part too. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's, All right. that's the end of that episode, right? All right. So now Cody gets his way because Cody gets a guy's night. <laughs> Cody climbs into the ring. Episode 11. Yeah. And so we're, we start again with Mary's well, working Mary, out. She's so freaking stressed. Um, but it's 6 a.m. And oh, and then Cody says Mary doesn't express anger. So it leaks out of her. Ooh, 
Interesting. Interesting. I think he he learned that term from a therapist or somebody. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's like a whole 10 more minutes about Mary is so stressed out. If I was Janelle and I was listening to this, I would just want to scream. How how does Janelle not want to just throttle Mary at this point? uh, I don't know. I think she's too tired, you know. Yeah. (laughs) She's just, I think she just ignores her and, you know. But yeah, Janelle's doing her own thing. She's doing yoga. Yeah. Um, You know, she's, she's on her own journey. So it's been 60. Okay. So this last one was 30 days since they started. So now it's been another 30 days. So it's been 60 days since they started with Bill, 30 days since their last weigh in. And, and Mary's continuing to stress the move, the investigation, all of that. Yada, 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 yada. <clears throat> so, um, this is a very exciting, um, twist, um, is that Robin is due in a month. And mm-hmm. she needs to get Solomon's room together. Ooh, yes. And uh, because the room is going to be a very busy place. Cody's going to be coming in and rocking and walking and talking him to sleep. And Robin wants all the other kids and the and the other wives um, to come and visit Solomon. And it's like, Robin, you're not giving birth to like the next king of England. Okay. <laughs> and you really want a bunch of people. You yeah. want 18 some odd people traipsing, traipsing through, your, through your house while your kid's trying to sleep and you're trying to, yeah. you know, it needs to be quiet. I mean, I don't, this is delusional. Do they really think that their child is so special that everyone is going to want to come over and hang out in Solomon's room? Well, and I, I doubt Robin wants with, you know, you've got one kid who apparently needs complete silence to do the homework. Brianna cries at the drop of a hat and Aurora gets excited by the wind blowing. Yeah. So I find it hard to believe that you <laughs> that enough. you really want a bunch of people coming through. Yeah. But, so, but it, something exciting does happen. Something ex- very exciting happens. They return to Colleen's classic consignment. Oh, you don't even want to know how exciting <laughs> it was when I saw that sign. Cause I thought to myself, Theo, Theo, Theo is back. Is back. He, he has all the design experience <laughs> that you could ask for. Yes. He's there. He's he's ready for yeah. them. He's comparing bellies with Robin. <laughs> <laughs> he's happy that his belly is smaller than Robin's. Yeah. So I guess they're looking for a rocker mm-hmm. or a glider or something like that and a dresser. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Robin says again, Solomon is everybody's baby. And mm. Cody is very, you know, excited about the rocker. <sighs> yeah, it was a very, I felt, too short of a segment. I think because Theo was too fi- too efficient. Yeah. He, got, he found that rocker right away, and then he found that dresser right away. It has these cute little baseball knobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, it's very gender specific, but, and then he found a a dresser and, and a, the changing table and boom, 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 done. Yeah. And is this where Robin says that she never had a crib for any of her? No, this was babies? later on, oh. but this is, ugh, yeah, that was weird. No, uh, right after this, we go right to the weigh in. We go right to this weigh in with Bill. Oh, another weigh in. Okay. Yeah. And so this is Janelle has now lost 10 pounds total, mm-hmm. which is great. Mary is at the same as she was last month because of all of the stress. She's so stressed. (laughs) 
despite getting up at 6 a.m. and working out yeah, constantly, five she's days so stressed. She's so stressed. And Christine has lost four pounds. Yeah, well, this must have really sent Mary yeah. over the edge. So Janelle has, so, and a lot of this is she's doing the best because she's been doing one hour of activity a day. Mm-hmm. And Christine says, yeah, I mean, she's very honest about it. She's like, I got discouraged and I gave up. Like, it, the pounds weren't coming off as quickly and it's, you know... And Mary says, which I think is a crock of shit, Mary says it's really hard for her to prioritize herself, that she really needs to take care of herself. I don't think that's true at all. I think I think Mary really knows how to prioritize yeah. herself a lot. She does it a lot. She's always asking for what she wants. Yes. And getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very clear about what she will and won't do. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Mary, you don't really understand yourself. Yeah. But yeah, Bill, he was being very positive. You know, he's saying, you know, do you see a difference in your body? And, um, you know, trying to take it. It's not all about the pounds or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that Bill's pep talks are not. I just, I don't know. I, he tries. I have, I he think. tries. I just being a therapist, I have my own theories about like what you should be saying to people and a lot of it is he kept saying like what do you think it is in you what is it inside of you that you need to tell yourself and it's i get what he's trying to say to them but it he's not i don't think he's getting to the right place i think that Janelle i think for Janelle it was the right time, right place for her to do this. I think that clicked in for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why. And so she's taken this and ran with it. I just don't think he's saying the right things to Christine. And I think the problem is, I think he just sort of talks at them. Mm-hmm. And I would be asking them a lot of questions. I would be asking Christine a lot of questions of like, what's getting in your way? What's mm-hmm. happening? And that's the part that bugs me is he just keeps talking at them. I'm like, shut yeah. up, Bill, and ask some more questions. Well, and I think ultimately when it comes to things like losing weight, whatever, people do it when they yeah. are ready to do it. And when they're in the right headspace and, and they just, like you said, something clicks and that's with anything. Like yeah. if you want to stop smoking or drinking or I mean, you just, you know, a lot of times it's like you're just ready. And so these three women are not all going to be ready to do the same thing at the same time. Yeah, I just, I, there's something up with, I, I just feel like Mary is probably working out a lot and I think she's probably eating a lot. Yeah. And I think, and I think she's just not being honest with people about the fact that she's still eating a lot of crapola. Yeah. That would be my guess. So anyway, but <clears throat> anyway, now, anyway, so now it's guys night out. Ooh. Ooh. So do you know this guy, Jeff Aldridge, one of Cody's bros? So is this the guy that we see later on? Is this that guy? Well, I don't no. know if he's on the show again, but he he was on that show Seeking Sister Wife. And so he ha- he's a polygamist and he mm-hmm. has two wives. One of the wives is um, Vanessa. She's the sister of Mitch, who's a- now Aspen's husband. Oh, OK. Yeah. So but he's quite a bit older than um, his wives. And so they went on that show, Seeking Sister Wife. If I don't know if you've seen it before. Um, I've seen some episodes, but I haven't watched the whole seasons like other people have yeah. religiously. They were looking for a third wife and had very bad luck. Um, one girl actually actually faked her own death. Oh, God. 
to not have to meet with them. No, I'm serious. The first woman. Oh, no. They went to the airport and, you know, to pick her up and they had signs, you know, welcome, whatever her name was. Oh, and she just she never she never got on the plane. She never showed up. And then uh, the second woman, she came to visit. I hope I'm getting this right. She came to visit and then she was supposed to come back for a second visit. And she had somebody call them and uh, pretend to be her brother and say that she had passed away. Oh, no. I don't know. I mean, anyway, that's one of Cody's um, bros that he's going out with. This guy. Vanessa is Mitch's Mitch's sister. sister. Okay. Yeah. But Mitch isn't a polygamist. They don't, because Aspen doesn't want this. No. He's never wanted I mean, this. he grew up in a polygamous family. But um, he, but, but he, they, but they, okay. he and um, Aspen yeah. are not yeah. doing that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And then trainer Bill. Yes. Was, was one of the bros. Yes. And then a guy, Sean, who's a new friend. I'm sure Sean, they had to like yeah. find him, hire him. His brother is an MMA trainer. Mm-hmm. And so Cody, uh, they're going to go to his gym. And Cody says he's excited about smelling testosterone, sweat, and combat. And men. And men. Because, you know, Cody's a wrestler. Yes, yes. You know, he... He was the state champ in wherever where there was probably two high schools in the whole state. In Wyoming. (laughs) Yes. Um, Oh, Lordy. Yes. He's very excited about all that. Oh, yeah. He can't wait to roll around on the mat with somebody. With with anybody. (laughs) Anybody willing to do that with him. Uh, Uh, And so then and then the next scene is Robin. They drop off some furniture. I guess is this the crib? Yeah, I think that then she has to assemble. I think they're delivering the furniture and moving it into the room, but I can't remember who obviously Robin's not moving it, but was it Mary and Mary's always moving stuff. I don't know. I can't remember yeah. who was actually moving it if it was movers, like delivery people or family members. I can't even remember. Yeah. Um I don't know, but yeah, this quick note. That, I can't even remember. That now. was a, a quick little. Yeah. Cause now we're back to Cody. Yes. <laughs> in the cage. Yeah. And more quotes from Cody to show oh, you how, how excited he is. He says, yes. when you get together with the guys, you do stuff. Your wives never wanted, never you, you, <laughs> you do stuff. Your wives would never do. <laughs> yeah. Your wives do not want to <laughs> wrestle. Uh, that's true. Okay. That is true. Yes, yes. That is very true. I have a son, and God, he wanted to wrestle constantly when he was younger, and it sucked. <laughs> Could not stand it. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was not fun. This is like bo- having a girl versus having a boy. It was just, ugh. He would do- want to do that for hours. Yeah. yeah. Cody had the school record for takedowns. Mm. And so he wanted to see if he could take Kevin down. Yeah, so Kevin, he's the owner of this uh, throwdown training center. Yes. MMA boxing studio. And then so he took him down. I guess he went in there with bare feet. And I kept thinking like, ooh, he's going to rip his pants. 
because he's in there wearing those, you know, jeans and, you know, that true religion shirt and all of that. I was like, God, he's going to, I just felt like mm. he's going to get all sweaty. I just yeah. seems so uncomfortable, like in those clothes. And I was like, he's going to rip his shirt or his pants. It all just seemed bad. Yeah. Well, I think the guy was going easy oh, on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Cody admitted that. Yeah. Even Cody was like, yeah, you're right. It was, he was going easy on him. But he got to fulfill a fantasy yeah, for him. So then they go to this place for dinner called Hofra House. Yeah, wait. Before that, though, Cody goes on to this other thing about, like, they're going to the strip. And then Cody has this whole thing about when you're a good guy or a gentleman and you see a scantily clad woman, you're going to... And then he does this gesture of, like, you put your hand over your eyes... And you're going to kind of peek a little, but you're going to do it. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. I thought this was so strange. So even a good guy will look at other women and you'll look at them, but you'll do it not so slyly. I thought that was the weirdest thing. I'm like, but what? So other people don't know you're looking, but he wasn't even doing it slyly. I know. I think a ge- what a gentleman does is, yeah, he'll look at other women, but he's smart enough to do it in a way that he's not being disgusting about it. Right. Or he'll glance or he'll... You can't help but look at people. I mean, yeah. especially if you're in Las Vegas and there's like, people walking out. You're just... Yeah, that's what you do there. You people watch. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with looking at people. It's what how you react to it. Is, yeah. It can, can go wrong yes but there's nothing wrong with looking god he's so so weird (laughs) anyway so anyway they go to this Hofbrow. yes yeah and he says it's not my style to go gambling and wildlife and drinking and getting smashed not interested in salacious dressing scantily clad women (laughs) i don't know if that's a direct (laughs) quote or if i was just writing down like random things but he wants us all to know mm-hmm. that he's not about any of this lifestyle yes, no. he is pure very pure and then while they're at dinner you know they're all asking him questions about his life and his lifestyle this i thought this i thought was really interesting mm-hmm. so this so bill asks a question about divorce rates right And Cody says, you know, well, Robin was married before and she was married to a man and that that apparently um, Robin was married to a man that Robin thought shouldn't be married to more than one woman because it's a challenging lifestyle. And I just thought that was the most. So. So this is I just thought that was the most interesting, interesting comment, because at some point. Robin said to Cody. I don't think that my first husband, you know, mm-hmm. her first husband should be a polygamist, basically. So Robin keeps rewriting his yeah. story. This is this is the thing that always is, I think, is so odd, is she marries this guy very, you know, she's always one, obviously always wanted to be a polygamist. She marries a guy very high up in the polygamist world. Mm-hmm. She then tells Cody that she she doesn't think that he has the personality to be a polygamist. And I swear to God. I think that this is all part of her way of just stroking his ego of being like, you are so, you can handle it. You can handle it. You are so sensitive and so special and so great. And I kept thinking like, and what, like, I bet you anything that right before she, right before she turns him over to like the next wife, 
she like is in the car with him in that Lexus and she's like giving him a hand job. And she's like, you know, Cody, oh, you're you the are, best. you're the best and you are so great. And you, you're such a special person. And you are, I mean, I swear yeah. to God, I think this yes. is what she feeds him. Yeah. And then he's all like, Oh, you're Robin. You're the best. I know. I know. I'm the best polygamist in the world. I'm so special. And then he's all like, Oh, okay. Okay. And then he goes in to see Christine and, and Christine's wondering why she's on antidepressants. <laughs> I know, because Robin previously had said that she wanted to have more wives with her husband and she was waiting for that to happen and it never happened. And it sounded like that was part of the demise of their relationship. Now she's saying this. This is totally different. Yeah. Well, this is the story that she told him. And now he's repeating this to to Bill. But this is his. I just thought that was really interesting. Like, this is your this is what she's telling him anyway. I caught that and I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know what, we don't know what she's telling him. Yeah. But yeah, they just kind of, you know, I don't know what other questions they. Well, he asks him about how he deals with all these personalities and Cody says, well, men can really compartmentalize and, you know, Bill wants to know, can Christine raz, you know, Cody as much as he razzes Bill? And it's like, no, Christine is desperate for attention. <laughs> she's tried to get attention from um, Cody yeah. and she can't. She's moved on to Bill. Yeah. Cody says he knows Christine thinks Bill is cute and Christine is happy, you know, and I just wrote down Christine is happy. A man's paying attention to her. <laughs> And, and then, her. of course, you know, they ask this loaded question, which is, does he prefer one wife over another? You know, that whole thing. And I mean, obviously, he's not going to answer that. And they ask, like, is it, is it hard to leave? Is it hard to leave one wife over another? You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and now and then we're back at Robin's house and she's like, oh, I didn't know if I would have more kids. And. She thought she would stop having kids after her last marriage. And then this is where she, in the end, she gets into this whole thing of like, because Cody then goes to see her. They're in that room together. And she said, well, I never thought I would ever have a baby room. Because I guess in all those other houses, they never had a baby room. room. They couldn't afford it. An extra room. And And that's when she learned she never had a crib. Yeah. So... Which was bizarre. So where did you put the kid? In a bassinet? bassinet or... In your bed? Because even if you didn't have a room for the child, you had to put the child Well, they probably somewhere. didn't have room for a crib, so it was probably like a bassinet or one of those, um, I don't know, like a pack and play or, uh, you know, something smaller. Smaller yeah. something. Something like that. So here she is. Well, her dreams are coming true. Yeah. Robin, you're you're living the dream now, Robin. You're a sister wife. You're having Cody Brown's baby. Yeah. I mean, does it you're on TV, you're living in Vegas. Does it get any better? No. It doesn't. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to think a couple of uh things that I saw in the Sister Wives news. Um well, oh, this was interesting. So Christine is, she posted on Instagram that she's closing her, um, Lulu row, Lulu, Lula, Lula, Lula Lula row, um, store. She's Mm -hmm. retiring from, from that. So that is interesting because, you know, obviously now she doesn't need the money. Yeah. She's got David. She's got David, but also too, before she was having to support, you know, 
all these other people. Yes. Like Robin and Cody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, now she doesn't have to work three jobs. Um, And then I saw another thing about how Cody's not happy that Truly is living with, uh, you know, David and because they're not married yet. And I wonder if there's going to be any. I heard or read something that said that that this next season, season 18, there is some stuff in there possibly about custody issues, you know, with Truly. Mm hmm. Because, you know, he was very already, you know, before they even left, you know, that was one of his main concerns. Not because he wants to see Truly, but because he wants control. Yeah. Um, But custody-wise, right? I mean, she's the primary... um, They're not married. They're legally... They've never legally been married, he and Christine. So what? how does that work? Well, but we don't know what their custody status even is. Because, I mean, I don't know what it's like in other states, but I know in California, if you're not married, if you have a baby, you have to establish custody. The, mm-hmm. You know, the father has to establish per, um, that he's the father. He's the okay. parent. So, so, do, so we don't know if he's on Truly's birth certificate. Right. So like when, when I, you know, when you're in the hospital and you have a baby, um, a father, you know, has to sign um, if, if if you're married, you're presumed to mm-hmm. be the father. But if you're not married, the father has to sign a declaration of paternity that says, you know, I'm the father of the child. And then they mm-hmm. put that father on the birth certificate. But if they were, when tr- Truly was born, you know, things had maybe gotten a little better, but maybe not. The Browns were still very paranoid and living in secrecy. Um, but Truly was born in the hospital and on TV. Yeah. So, so may- maybe... Maybe he is on the birth certificate. I, I don't know. If he is on the birth certificate, he's, he's you know, presumed he's established paternity. Mm-hmm. But then the custody thing is a different issue. And it seems like she left the state without that ever being determined. Mm. But so and the, so now she moves to a new state. So now Utah has jurisdiction over mm. that because that's where the child lives. So he would have to go to court in Utah Okay, And, you know, if they couldn't agree on something, he'd have to go to court in Utah and ask for whatever he wants to ask for. But it doesn't, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Who knows? Well, the other thing, too, is does Cody want to hire an attorney, go to Utah, right? right? Like, this would be several steps for him. Make all this public. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times people make these claims. Right. they, they talk tough. They talk tough, exactly. Yeah. And then, you you know, they do nothing. Right. And, you know, I, Christine has always said that she, you know, she's not going to keep Truly from him and she would facilitate visits and all that. But mm-hmm. you, you saw when Truly went over to his house that yeah. time, she didn't seem to feel real comfortable there. Yeah. You know, so and and Christine had said, I think she was, was she talking to Janelle? She said she she really doubted that truly would ever want to spend a week there would kind of doubted if she'd even want to spend the night there. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. It's hard. I mean, see what happens. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And if he's not, and if he, let's say he was super paranoid and didn't put himself on the birth certificate. So he's got, uh, he doesn't have a leg to stand on then. Well, I mean, he could still establish paternity. It would just be more difficult, 
you know, mm-hmm. probably have to do, I guess you could ask for like, you know, DNA testing. <laughs> I don't know what the next step would be, but yeah, yeah it would just be a little bit harder, but he could do it. Hmm. Also, too, I don't think I don't, I don't think Christine w- Christine's not going to deny that he's the father, obviously. But in the court's eyes, the, the court has to have a process of yeah, you know, uh, something reliable that they can est- establish. That, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, he could just voluntarily sign a declaration, and Christine just wouldn't contest it. But you you can't go to the court can't do anything until that. That's established. I understand. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, well, we'll see. Truly is now 12, 13. She was, she was 11 when the, when they were leaving Flagstaff. But she was born in 2010. Yeah. So she'd be like 12, maybe going on 13. Yeah. So five more years of this. So. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also child support might be an issue. I don't know. Every time I go on that Instagram, those two are traveling, going places, Disneyland, Winchester house, you know, I mean, they're living their best lives. So yeah, they just, I don't think, I don't think truly really wants to go anywhere to go visit Cody. It's she's living a great life. Yeah. You know, with, yeah. And I mean, going, going back and forth from one state to another to visit, that's rough. Yeah. It's really rough. But anyway, on to more pleasant things. Yes. Um, yeah, that's all I can really remember that from this last week or so. All right. In the sister wives world. So I guess we'll wrap it up. All right. Um, we'll take us home, Brooke. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. If you can subscribe to our podcast, we would appreciate it. Um, if you can give us a five star rating and review, we would also appreciate that. Um, we're on social media um, at Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. And tell a friend. Tell yeah. two friends. If you spread did, the word. Send send this episode if you liked it to a friend. You can send it straight from, you know, Apple Podcasts, and um, that would be great. So yeah. we'll see you next time. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.